Welcome back to HB RV Lifestyle. This is your honey badger here, giving it to you straight in the RV business as usual. And today, oh man, number one, I, I want to just thank everybody ahead of time uh, right now, the ones that were so supportive of, uh, I, I, I l let me back up a minute. I got really sick. Uh, I tested positive uh, for the five-letter word everybody hates. And it just was brutal on me for like almost nine days. And I canceled the last podcast. And I canceled my live stream. And I didn't film anything new. I had some edited videos already that I released on YouTube. I just scheduled them and, and did nothing but basically sleep and eat and go to bed. Well, at least eat what I could hold down. But I want to thank everybody that was so supportive because I know that a lot of times when you need a question answered quickly and I'm like lethargic and can barely get out of bed. Um. I appreciate all your guys' patience as I got back to you. Really, really appreciate the support. Love the support. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Today, I'm going to make this very, very uh, positive. Because, let's start with this. Uh, big announcement, obviously. If you didn't see it on my, uh, on my TikTok video, I'll announce it here on the podcast. Uh, I am officially leaving the retail side of the RV business. Doesn't mean I won't be involved still, but I'm we're going to the factory side. Um, I'm going to go work for Coachman. So I'm leaving behind the world of managing an RV dealership to go into peddling travel trailers to dealers. So I'm very, very excited about that. It's actually my dream job. I'll still be involved, but the the YouTube channel, HBRV Lifestyle, is now going to be not only where I work, but now it's going to be on the road. So very exciting for the possibilities of the growth on that. Uh, help grow a brand, a Coachman trailer brand, actually two of them. Um, both, uh, I'm going to grow as much of that brand as I can, both online and of course at the dealership lots. Great challenge. I'm super excited about it. Uh, I, I'm a little sad to leave the retail business. I mean, uh, a couple of, there's some really good people in it, but I'll still sit, drop in and say hi. Um, we need to talk about fact versus myth right now. There's a lot of YouTube influencers that are not named Matt and not named Josh. So Josh and Matt are, you know, Matt's out in Florida. Josh obviously is with Bishes. Those two guys... While they might be able to tell you everything because there are certain things they can't tell you due to corporate policy or company policies, 
But the information they give you, for the most part, is 100% accurate. Now, this comment is to other influencers that are looking for clickbait. The used RV market is crashing. The market for RVs is collapsing. They're going to lose manufacturers. Those guys. Let me tell you what reality is versus myth. Because I don't want to call it fiction because it might feel real to you. But I'm going to call it a myth instead. Let's start with interest rates. Interest rates went up three quarters of a percent by the Fed this last week. So it took your baseline interest rate from 7.49 to 8.24. And you're like, what the heck just happened? Okay. Guess what dealers now got to do? They got to drop prices. So I, I have a buddy of mine in Ventura, California. I was telling him this the other day. You gotta adapt. You gotta adapt to the current situation. Most of the big boys like Camping World and Fishes and General and RVR or RV retailers, whatever you want to call them, all have slashed prices and they've all canceled their orders. But that does not mean the RV market is collapsing. The reason why Camping World and Bishes and General and a bunch of these big box retail stores canceled a lot of orders in their backlog is not because they're going to close their doors. It's because RV Expo is next in the next couple of months. And most of them are overloaded with inventory right now that they're trying to sell. So you have to understand that everybody and their mama was ordering whatever they could order. Put 300 orders in today. Put 500 orders in today. Pile on the orders that, so that way they have to build them. Because we went through a two-year, two solid years of huge demand with hardly any supply. It was humongous. And now it's coming down. It's coming back down to what it normally is, a normal RV market. So what's happening? Brands like the one I'm going to represent are evolving to the times. Small travel trailers, five-floor plans are going to be under 3,000 pounds. That's who I'm going to represent. Obviously, I have some bigger stuff too, but they've revamped. And they've revamped. Watch this. They revamped to get ready for RV Expo. Because the dealers are going to be there in mass droves, and they're going to look and say, okay, here's what we're doing for 2023. Let's go look. They're like customers, like you, the customer. They're all out looking. They're out looking. Like Al Pacino from Devil's Advocate, you know. We're going out. Guns blazing. 
And they're going to come in and they're going to find the products that best represents their dealership and their community. And they're going to heavily order for their 2023 projections. Back to normal. Not whatever's available, just ship it to me. I don't care what it is. Ship it. I don't have any inventory. It'll sell. It doesn't matter what it is. That's what the craziness brought. So everybody thought the craziness was like this new normal. It's not. At the end of the day, boats and RVs and side-by-sides and dirt bikes are all toys. They're all for our personal enjoyment to get away from the, the suck of our lives. It's to get out and get away from cell phone reception for a while on the internet so the kids stop playing with their tablets as much. It's that way they actually know what a fishing pole is and know what a hiking trail is. It's so they know what it's like to have their feet washed up on the beach and, and feel waves coming in off the beach. It's showing them uh, showing in the family and spending time together and growing your relationship and growing your marriage. All those things. It's for those that want a full time. Right? The, it's a lifestyle. And they realize it too. The dealers realize it too. And they're all going to be at RV Expo in Indiana. And they're going to be like, all right, let's see what you guys got. Because it better not be the same old crap that's been shipped to us. So hearing Camping World canceling uh, almost all their orders. Or Bish's RV canceling a bunch of their orders. Or, or RV retailers, or Giant RV, or Mike Thompson's, or Lazy Days, or whoever it may be. That is not bad news. There was an overloaded backlog anyway. By the way, so you guys know, this is an insider information for you. There were brands that canceled the backlog for the dealers. Because they're going to come out with something new and fresh, new programs. And those big backlog orders were all suffocating orders because of the rapid expansion. Everybody want to go camping. So that's why I want to sit back and tell you. That when they tell you on YouTube or they tell you on TikTok or they tell you everywhere that the RV market is going to collapse, the used market's going to collapse, prices are going to fall so fast, that is a myth. The fact is that dealerships have dropped their prices because of cash flow. Not because of the fact that they want that the market's collapsing. The market is getting back to what it was. And I want to remind everybody that there was a point in time in the RV business where double digit interest rates were normal, and yet they still sold a bunch of RVs every year. 
there was a point in time where RV loans were only 10 years. And they still sold a bunch of RVs. So that's where I'm trying to get to is that there is the fact of the matter is, is I'm going to let's use let's use Camping World as an example. They slashed a bunch of prices on travel trailers and fifth wheels. They dropped some stuff up to 40 percent off MSRP. Okay, it's because Marcus Lemonis is a smart man. It's because someone re recognized with interest rates going up, we got to make this up on volume. So we're going to drop our margins to help balance it so people still take RVs out. So the payments are still affordable. We got to keep our customer. Because at the end of the day, we got to keep them buying stuff from the parts store. And we still have a service department that can make money. So you, you got to just realize that fact versus myth. The myth of it's collapsing, it's just outrageous. It's not going to happen unless... Now, here's where I'm going to give the myth people a little bit of a break. Let's say that tomorrow, everybody in the United States of America, Canada, and across the world decided that they weren't going to spend any more money for the next six months, except for at the grocery store. We're going to pay rent. We're going to put gas in our tank to go to work. We're going to plug in our car to go to work. But we're not going to buy anything extra. No clothes. Nothing. Then you might see the collapse of the RV business. But there's still tons of people going to shows. Still tons of people buying at shows. Still tons of people going to the dealership lots. It's just become competitive again. So I, I just have to have you understand that. Let's do another fact versus myth. These other influencers want to tell you that the recalls are because everything's being poorly manufactured. Don't buy anything for the next two to three years because watch this clickbait I'm giving you. First of all, let me give you what the half-truth is on that, because that's a half-truth. There was stuff that I would check in from the factory and go, are you kidding me? Valance is falling off. Cabinet's not finished. It was like they threw a bunch of parts in the fifth wheel or the travel trailer, the motorhome, and went, all right, just let the dealer finish it and kick it to the curb. <clears throat> now. Me personally, I understood all of it because I'm like, you, you, with the transportation problem, parts problem, labor problem, everything that COVID created, 
well, it wasn't COVID, but we'll, we'll just say everything that was created during this time created a lot of quality issues. <clears throat> well, let me tell you something about the quality issues now. They're slowly going away. They're slowly going back to what the normal quality issues are. Recalls are not necessarily a bad thing. Recalls, especially if they're caught relatively early, are beneficial to you, the consumer, because they've identified a problem and they've identified a fix for the problem. This is not a heavily regulated industry, guys. So that means that the manufacturer has taken the time out of its... It's taken a department, a service department, a parts department and said, hey, these are warranty claims we're getting on this. Let's find out from the vendor if they're having issues with other manufacturers, so on and so forth. It's just a big, huge, molten pot of stew just being thrown together. And then they go, boom, that needs to be fixed. And it's done for free. And then, yeah, it's a pain in the butt because you got to take it all the way back down to a dealership or service center that actually does that work. But it's it's not a bad thing. I've seen so many fire extinguisher recalls. I've seen uh, propane leak detector recalls. Hey, I remember when Grand Design had a big, huge axle recall on their fifth wheels. And yet, did Grand Design go out of business? No. They improved on what they did. Has Coachman gone out of business? No. They keep improving on what they do. It's a difference. 2008, 9, and 10, you lost manufacturers that were not on top of their game. Fleetwood was probably the saddest to see go because for a long time, that company... When you look at some of the older stuff they built, especially the old ugly duckling, the Bounder, that was a solid tank of a motorhome. As ugly, ugly as all can be, the comfort motorhomes were built pretty good. Beaver was built very good. But again, just like that melting pot was not done properly with those manufacturers and they went out of business. Warren Buffett does not invest into companies that are going to lose money. So do, when, if you saw Warren Buffett evacuate out of Forest River and sell everything he owns on it, okay, be scared. No, Warren Buffett keeps pumping more money into Forest River. They're pumping more money into Coachman. They're pumping more money into East-West, Palomino. Forest River's big umbrella is just pumping more money, more cash into development and into changing the way they do business so they can make more money in the future and make the RV business better. It's always going to be behind. There's always going to be problems. There's always going to be issues. There's always going to be quality issues. 
that isn't going to change. But for you to hear that they're built like crap, they're never going to be, you know, they, they, they man, I don't even want to repeat half the stuff these people say. Now, I always have said, I'm not telling you they're ever perfect. If you guys need know me at all or, or have watched my TikToks or my YouTube channel, you know that my number one thing I say is RV stands for toolkit and sense of humor. That's because it's an earthquake on wheels. If you've ever been in a travel trailer going 15 miles an hour down a road, you feel like you're like bouncing everywhere. Feel like you're gonna break your neck. So imagine that's what the refrigerator, all the cabinets, all the plumbing, all the electrical, that's what they go through at 55, 60 miles an hour, sometimes 70 miles an hour, depending on the state you're in. So imagine all of that, right? So of course it's gonna have things come loose and things go wrong. So I has a shakedown period. That's why you, you know, had get get extended warranties if you're not mechanically inclined. That's what those things are available for. So that's why what I want to do is also cover a third fact versus myth. This one probably irritates me more than anything when someone accuses a company of going out of business. There are some YouTube influencers <clears throat> that have come out to say that owning generators is going out of business. <clears throat> that and and there's some others that, uh, uh, other clickbait stuff that I just get sick and tired of. But let's that, that was just one example. Let me tell you something. There is not one company that is affiliated with the RV business that is closing their doors anytime soon. My sources have told me that they are figuring out the California laws about can't have brand new, can't sell anything brand new with a generator in it. Year model 2024. They have to reduce carbon, uh, reduce emissions by 40% by year model 2024. And then they have to reduce emissions down to zero by year model 2028. We're still a year, about a year away from 2024's coming out. And we're about five years away from 2028's coming out. And by the way, this is only in California. This has not gone to any other state yet. Because every other state's paying attention going, well, let's see what happens there. There's going to be nothing wrong. No portable generators are going out of business. People are going to find a way around the silly law. You're probably going to see a lot more companies in California, dealerships in California, 
They're starting to buckle down. Okay, what are we going to do? And you have people like me and the Dealership Association, NADA, RVIA, constantly in the CARB's ear about this generator issue. There's going to be a solution at some point that's going to come about. It'll come down to the last minute. And the other thing you got to realize too is right now, there are some brands that are rebranding. They're not going out of business. Let me give you a good example. Okay. This has already happened. This happened a few years ago. But Winnebago Motorhomes used to have Winnebago and Itasca. Well, now they've merged it and rebranded it under one umbrella. So now it's Winnebago Spirit, Winnebago Mini Winnie. They rebranded the way they conducted business. Coachman had the Spirit Travel Trailer. They rebranded it to Northern Spirit. Grand Design got bought out by Winnebago. Winnebago rebranded the way they attacked the names, Transcend. Small little things of rebranding is normal part of the RV business. It's how they keep things fresh. It's how they keep things normal. It doesn't mean that company went out of business. Nexus Motorhomes. Everybody keeps talking, oh, they're going to go out of business soon. They can't get chassis. They're still selling motorhomes to dealers. They just changed the way they did things. Okay, we can't make those, so we'll make Super C's. We can't make things on Mercedes right now, so we'll make international. Smart people, the, the upper echelon of our society, work for a lot of these companies. And they know how not to make them fail. They learn too much from the Great Recession to let them fail. So don't don't let these don't let these social media influencers have these thumbnails with this big huge clickbait crap on them. Don't let them fool you. Don't let somebody who bought an RV once or maybe lives in their RV full time <clears throat> but hasn't ever sold a coach in their life tell you what's going on in the RV world. Don't let an influencer, it's just like when Biden, you know, I, I'm not political on this show, but just like when Biden was calling the TikTok people and going, hey, you know, uh, let's spread gossip that rushes the problem for all the gas prices, even though it's a lot more complicated than that. Hey, you know what, how we can get a million views on YouTube? Let's tell everybody, even though I've never sold anything in my life and I've only been on the road uh, working from my RV living off YouTube ad revenue.
Yeah, don't believe any of that crap. You want real information about the RV business, you come to my podcast. You listen to Josh the RV Nerd. He's now Josh the RV Nerd at Bish's RV. Go listen to Matt's Tobal reviews, Matt's uh, RV reviews. Those two guys have their pulse on the industry. Probably a little better than I do. And I, I get reps, sales reps, from different brands that will call me once in a while. Where do you get your information? You knew that stuff three months before I did. And I'm like, well, if I told you, I have to kill you. <laughs> I have my sources. But this, 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 uh, uh, it's hard. I, I get so passionate about this business. It's just like, oh, Camping World's going to go out of business. Re how are you going to come out and say that crap on YouTube? How are you going to come out and say that? It's a publicly traded company. They have a, a, you know, while I may not agree with all the way they do things, they have an incredible structure to keep that company going and expanding. <clears throat> Bish's RV has an incredible, incredible internal structure that not only has them staying in business, but expanding. RVR, Lazy Days, Mike Thompson's RV, Giant RV. Motorhome specialists in Texas. So don't don't believe the clickbait crap. Here are some facts for you to end this show. Fact number one is the RV market is correcting itself back to normal. That's a fact. That means that motorhomes and travel trailers and fifth wheels are all going to depreciate. It's going to go back to normal. It's not like, oh, I bought a travel trailer in 2020. It's worth 10 grand more than I paid for it two years later. Those days are gone and done. It is coming back to normal. You lost value on a depreciating asset. It isn't real estate. It isn't like a stock portfolio. It is literally anything stamped with, by the DMV as having to be registered goes down in value. There's nothing wrong with it. You're paying. That depreciation is paying for your camping. You're paying. It's like it's, like it's a Hawaii trip. You know, you go to Hawaii on a trip, you go spend 20 grand, you're out 20 grand. You can't resell the trip for $20,000. I always put it that way to everybody. That was always fun to put it that way. Fact number two, interest rates did go up. You now have a baseline interest rate of 8.24% with 15% down. So if you're putting 15% down and you're trying to calculate what your payment's going to be, Use on your cap payment calculators 8.24. Sometimes you're going to qualify for better. Sometimes you're going to qualify for worse. But at least you have a baseline of what to look for. 
Another fact, the recalls are not a bad thing. And it was an industry-wide recall on those propane regulators. Another fact, nobody is going out of business right now. And no one's in threat of going out of business right now. Maybe, I will say this, maybe there might be, watch this, there might be a bigger company that buys out a smaller company again. That's happened a lot lately. But please, stop. Whatever you do, stop believing this clickbait stuff. Now, when I do a thumbnail, I put what I really am going to talk about in the thumbnail. Are RV prices going down? And I put a question mark. And what do I talk about in the video? I talk about how RV prices are coming down. And I give you facts. Not something I heard. So let's just make sure that at the end of the day, that you aren't turned off by buying an RV because of some clickbait stuff on YouTube. A lot of times we depend too much on social media to give us answers instead of going and finding out for ourselves. So do just don't let social media influencers that have never sold an RV in their life tell you what the RV market's like. Don't let them influence you on your purchase. Get your information from Josh, the RV nerd. Get your information from me. Get your information from Matt, the R Matt's RV reviews or Tobal reviews. He, those two guys are my inspiration for not only this podcast, but also my YouTube channel. I just take it a step further than they do because I'm not under the constrictions they are. That's the only difference. That's really the only difference beyond our personalities. Josh is a lot nicer than I am. I'm very rough around the edges. Matt's just a sweet old teddy bear. I'm this rough and gruff dude that's just going to tell you how it is. Last thing for you. Guys, we're, you know, I just turned 38 years old this month. I'm still a young guy. Been in this business since I was 26. Let me tell you what I've learned in 12 years that I don't talk about too often. But let me let me tell you about this. We only have so many years on this earth. And then we're done. If we're lucky, we make it to 80. But how many years, good years, do we have? Especially for those guys and those gals that do a lot of physical labor. My wife's 46 years old. Her hip's going out. 
Her elbows are killing her. Her back's killing her. How many good years do you think she has left to do some of the things we go and do? It's not going to get better. So you, you, you really need to have that discussion with yourself. If you're still in the market for an RV, oh, I've been researching it for three or four years now. I'm just waiting for this or I'm just waiting for that. Go take a tape measure out. Go to 80. And then shrink it down to your age. And just look at it. So if you're 55, take it to 55 and you get to look at the distance between 55 and 80. And then you got to think, how many good years do you have left? What are you waiting for? Most people tell me it's time. They're waiting for time. I'm going to tell you something. Owning a motorhome myself, and as busy as I have ever been in my career, when I have something in front that I'm paying for monthly, I make sure I use it. I make the time to use it. I'll give you a great story. Coworker of mine, great dude. Okay. This is where I always tell people that you follow your dreams. <clears throat> or if you're not dreaming anymore, follow your gut or follow what you feel is right. So uh, uh, I'm going to call him a counterpart of mine. Hopefully he's listening to this. This gentleman, uh, let me tell you, he, he's got his crap together. He probably is one of the more knowledgeable sales managers in this industry that I've worked with. And he's a young guy. I think he's in his mid to late 40s. And let me just put it this way that probably I think he's I think he started at the dealership when he was, I think, let's just call it 40. Okay. At 40 years old, he had already discovered what was more important to him. Or what was the balance of what's more important to him? Family or a bunch of money? Now, not to say him, he probably makes a good living. I'm not saying he doesn't. But what I'm referring to is, is I'm the opposite. I chase the money. But for him, he makes the time for his family. He made sure he had a schedule and, 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 a, and a guarantee from his soon-to-be bosses so he could do the things he wanted to do with his kids and his family. Because as much as he's a little rough around the edges like I am, 
he has that understanding that we only have one life to live. And he understands that his kids are eventually going to want nothing to do with us as far as family, as parents. And where I'm getting to with this and using him as an example is if someone like him, who's been in this industry probably for, God, 20 years, 22 years, if he's got it down to a science where he knows what's important in life, then we should all be able to as well. I always make time for my family, especially when I know I'm paying for something and we're all going to use like a motorhome. So if your excuse right now is I don't have the time, I'll have time when I retire, just ask yourself this. If you were diagnosed with a terminal disease tomorrow, would you find the time? Great question. It'll make you think. Now, I'm not telling you to go quit your job. What I'm telling you is you can find the time. If your goal and if your dream in life is to travel around in an RV, go camping, go fishing, stop waiting. If you've got a little bit of the money, if you got the, if you can, if, well, 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 I, I don't want to just to be parked out there and keep paying for it. That's ridiculous. It's a dream. It's not a need. It's a dream. It's a want. It's a desire to do something outside of the ordinary, outside of our normal grind, the outside of just the haggle of life. Be that person that steps up and says, you know what? I'm going to go get one. And we're going to find the time. Forget spending money on Hawaii and the Caribbean. We've done all that already. Let's go to Bryce Canyon. Let's go to Zion. Let's go to Yosemite National Park. Let's go to Missoula, Montana and go fly fish the big Blackfoot. These are the things that are the most important. Not only because we get one shot at life on this earth, and that's it. Once we're done with this earth, once we're in the ground, once we wake up on the wrong side of the earth, it's over. We don't get to take anything with us. Nothing. That doesn't mean go quit your job. It just means use what you got to fulfill your dreams and desires. So when you, if, if you're at 75 years old and you're walking around with a cane and barely being able to get up and down the stairs... You'll be able to pass those stories and pass the knowledge and pass those experiences onto your family and inspire them and inspire others to follow suit. My grandfather, I talk about him a lot. My grandfather lived to be 85 years old. 
And he had, and, and I'm telling you, if he told me once, and this was him and I have a couple of beers, and him at 77, and he goes, you know what? Your grandmother kind of held me back. He says, if I knew what I know today, when your mom and your aunt were teenagers, I just bought a motorhome instead of having the old trailer or going to Hawaii or going to Europe. He goes, I would have done more. But your grandmother was always about, oh, the money, oh, our time, oh, I owe this, oh, that, because that's old school thinking, because we're taught to leave things for our children. But I'm going to tell you something that what affects me the most is not money I've inherited because I haven't inherited any. Well, I inherited a little money from my grandfather. I shouldn't say I didn't inherit a little money. I paid off all my debt with that money. But for the most part, the things that affected my life to where I've made the decisions that I've made to keep moving forward and keep growing and keep expanding and I want to get to that that goal that I have was my grandfather's life and talking to him and my dad dying at the age of 42. And then there's a third event in my life that even pushed me harder to that direction. And that was the death of my stepson at 14 years old. And he really wasn't my stepson. He was my wife's son, but everybody called him my stepson, but he wasn't my stepson. He was just my wife's son. When he passed away at the age of 14 years old from a brain aneurysm with no signs at all, you want to talk about motivation to live life to its fullest, to be the healthiest I can be, to be the best person I can possibly be. It may have taken me a lot longer to get there, but when I got there, and I'm still growing to get there, and when I finish and cross that finish line, There's going to be no regrets. None. So live your life without regrets. I'm not saying go and quit your job and go live like a bum or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about if your excuse is time, I don't have the time. Reevaluate. Go get that tape measure. Thank you so much for listening. I know I'll probably lose a lot of you as followers and a lot of people have listened to this podcast. But to me, it's worth it to get you the information. Shout out to Josh, the RV nerd. Shout out to Matt's RV RV reviews and towable reviews. You guys have a wonderful week. We will talk to you next week from Indiana.